I think the Prime Minister needs to come clean with all the facts. We need to know all of the evidence possible so that Canadians can make judgments on that. I think we need to see more facts. Prime Minister hasn't provided any facts. Uh, he, uh, he provided a statement, um, and I will just emphasize that he, he didn't tell me any more in private than he told Canadians in public, so we want to see more information. That is uh, Pierre Polyeva asking a question a lot of people are asking. And uh, information, not really something the Trudeau government is offering, but we certainly are learning a lot uh, in the reports afterwards, including Sam Cooper's latest, which reveals uh, CSIS apparently planned a major intervention back in 2017 uh, to shut down what they saw as a rapidly growing Indian intelligence network in Vancouver, and they were monitoring um, this and targeting the Sikh community, and that the Trudeau government blocked CSIS's operations because of what they called political sensitivities and fear that it would impact Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's upcoming trip to India. Remember, this is the infamous 2018 India trip that would make him a laughing stock and would see him take a convicted, um, you know, sympathizer to Kalestine on this trip. But nonetheless, according to secrets, um, you know, reports from 2019, um, they didn't want that trip ruined, but they also ignored many, many warnings that would allow Chinese and Indian diplomats to target diaspora communities because as India charged, supporting extremes helped their electoral chances. Sam Cooper of the Bureau, also author of Willful Blindness, joining me now. Good to have you. Thanks for having me, Alex. Boy, oh boy, it starts to uh, really punctuate a lot of um, uh, of the information we're hearing. So you got this information. I think it, it's... Un- it's important to con- you know contextualize where you got this information because as I you know, you got this particular information from the very um, you know uh, group, committees that, that the government set up for interference. That's right. Uh, this is the NSI COP bipartisan panel that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau started, I think, back in 2017 to report to him directly on national security matters. So I've done a few reports, as you know, Alex, mm-hmm. at the bureau on this draft report in 2019. It's a deep and broad study, uh, bipartisan, into Canada's foreign interference, growing foreign interference problem. Uh, it highlights that China, India, and Russia are the, the number one threats and the main means of, of interfering in Canada, especially with China, India, is uh, interfering deeply in diasporas. I need to stress that this document and many others make clear China is by far the greatest threat. But uh, what the document reveals is India uh, becoming a major threat, especially with uh, tentacles into the diaspora, both, as, uh, as you've said in the intro, trying to uh, intervene in and uh, uh, control the diaspora Sikh community, especially because India does have some real concerns that there are extremist elements that mm. threaten its state there. And uh, just to wrap up, that, you know, the first answer, they are also like China, targeting and funding candidates for election uh, because they want candidates sitting in Ottawa to uh, support India's foreign policy. And so what was revealed in this new report is that exactly as is the case with China, Prime Minister Trudeau and his office have done nothing with repeated warnings. And here's a case that shows uh you know, highlights. Here we have the allegations of a state-sponsored assassination this year, but 
Thesis wanted to target this very same network in Vancouver back in 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Trudeau, uh, his government didn't let that happen. It's crazy. Um, so there's this meeting in 2017 with CSIS director David Vignon, and it's the same David Vignon, we should say, that's already gone to uh, India apparently a few times in, in regards to what we're talking about today with this alleged hit. Um, but he back then, as the national security advisor, and a guy, you know, Daniel Jean, the deputy minister for public safety and global affairs, they're all part of this thing. And so they're trying to, like, I guess, infiltrate and, and shut this thing down, and they're told no. And they're told no by global affairs and public safety and all these big um, offices of, of the prime minister. H how is that a thing that they put off stopping something so the prime minister could go to India and, and make a good impression? Yeah, this is such a complex political file. But in a nutshell, what I can gather from the document is uh, this bipartisan National Security Review panel put it forward as a case study. Again, CSIS wanted to target these growing intelligence networks uh, in Vancouver, especially run allegedly by a, a named diplomat in the Vancouver consulate there. And uh, David Vigneault, actually the head of CSIS under Canada's laws, has to go to these other other departments and say, hey, we want to do this. In this case, Daniel Jean, you'll remember mm -hmm. Justin Trudeau's former controversial national security advisor, raised the point that it looks like uh, the prime minister's government wants to change the laws that would allow CSIS to take this very active intervention. So uh, it looks like Daniel Jean and others pushed back on CSIS. And uh, the, in, in the end result, CSIS had to completely cancel its plan to target this Vancouver diplomat and his Vancouver networks. And I'll just make this observation. Mm. What I'm reading in the documents is that the Trudeau government, it, it appears, perhaps wanted to change the CSIS Act back from what the Harper government did, as you'll remember, yeah. to give CSIS the power to disrupt terrorist networks. And so in a nutshell, what we have, what I've gathered in my many exclusive reports now is CSIS, the RCMP, uh, this bipartisan panel are saying over and again to the prime minister, we need new powers for national security. We need to uh, toughen the CSIS Act to give the RCMP more powers. And Trudeau has not done so. It looks like they wanted to do the opposite, which is what canceled this operation for CSIS to intervene in Vancouver. Uh, so we have to raise the question, look, whether this whether India is connected to this assassination or not, it's clear now that CSIS had major right. concerns about these networks. So do assassinations and, and uh, transnational repression happen in Vancouver or Toronto, Brampton, because Trudeau's government hasn't taken the right actions? And there are a lot of questions being raised as to why our allies uh, are not being more supportive. Apparently, back channels uh, did not work. And um, Mr. Trudeau went out in Parliament on Monday, I guess, on his own, knowing the Globe and Mail story was coming out and, and announces this bombshell. Um, he says he's got credible evidence, um, you know, Sam, but it, it's not something he ever would have done with China, right? He took a very bold step in in kind of saying, oh, look, we've got credible evidence. I don't, what's more credible of this evidence than, let's say, all the evidence he's been presented by you, uh, Terry Glavin, uh, Bob Fife, Steve Chase, over the last 11 months? Well, there's a, I, I noticed that irony, and I think a lot of uh, astute observers have as well. You'll remember very well that confronted with the evidence that uh, the Chinese Communist Party allegedly has links into people in his own party, Mr. Trudeau came out 
First, it denied reports, falsely denied reports, uh, and then went further to say that looking at, you know, whether his own MP and networks in his party were influenced by Beijing would uh, inflame racism. So you're right. Uh, his party and especially his office went to very great lengths to discredit intelligence, as you'll remember, their own intelligence agencies about this, uh, the, the nature of the Chinese threat. And you're right. In this case, here we have him without evidence uh, making perhaps, you know, the most damaging. Uh, I can't imagine something more potentially damaging to relations than accusing another government uh, of links to an assassination. But I want to be clear, uh, you know, we don't know yet. And as uh, Mr. Poliev said, uh, Canadians do need more evidence now. And uh, we can hope that it would come out in, in the public inquiry. Hope. That's all we work on, Sam. Hope. Well, I guess, I guess time will tell. And I guess maybe Mr. Trudeau is banking on CSIS and the RCMP not being, being able to find this stuff. However, um, you know, maybe that is the case. I've got about 30 seconds. Um, is that what he's counting on? Is that the RCMP and CSIS will not be able to kind of nail this down? Because I don't think India is going to be welcoming us in to do any investigation. Well, we know very well that CSIS of the RCMP will not will not uh, willingly come out and and uh, and say what they are investigating. It just doesn't yeah. work like that. So it is incredible for the prime minister uh, to come out and with with unfinished intelligence uh, make this kind of allegation. I, uh, Alex, we have to wait in the coming weeks. There will be lots of media digging, and again. Uh, the public inquiry is the best hope we have right now to get to the bottom of, you know, very serious allegations. Let's stress, China is the major threat mm -hmm. here. But of course, India needs to be probed as well. Absolute costs to this. Appreciate it. Just uh, blockbuster reporting. Sam, thank you. Thank you. That is uh, Sam Cooper of the Bureau, also author of Willful Blindness, but that is his latest. And again, too many questions that need to be answered.